Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, if fireworks happen to go off during uh, this podcast, I wouldn't mind. I think it's great that we are finally here, Independence Day weekend, uh, America's birthday. I think it is great that we're at this timing. Uh, if you check out my Instagram, Alex G in NYC, you'll see an actual bald eagle. This is amazing. Being released after having lead poisoning, he's released and you hear him screeching for freedom and then you see him fly away out of the picture. And if that's not uh, what I'm feeling right now for America, then I don't know what is. If that's not a great metaphor for us soaring back, for us truly being back, then I don't know what else to point to. Um, And we're not totally back, but I think it's a great sign. Um, I think God put that bald eagle video on my lap to share it with friends, with the nation, to maybe give some hope. I know that bald eagle gave me hope. And you can find out more about it at Alex G in NYC. But again, if the fireworks were to go off during this, I wouldn't mind it at this point. I think we have to celebrate our independence. I think we have to talk about it more. You know, five years ago today, when the 4th was on a Saturday, um, I did play for you, or maybe it was in six years ago actually, I did play for you the Declaration of Independence song by the Third Dimension. Great reading of it. Um, Creative reading of it, yeah. But tonight, and today, I just feel very, very ready to clamp down on this story. It's one of the best stories ever to declare independence the way we did. Thomas Paine and his common sense called it, you know, this is not just a cause for America. This is a cause for mankind. In common sense, he said that. He also said something that was very interesting to me. That some were against the freedom from Britain. They felt that being controlled by them gave security to the country. And meanwhile, it was being fairly untreated at the time. This was called British America at the time. And here's what ended up happening. For 10 years, they would write King George and and the kingdom of Great Britain. Hey, guys, you're treating us not fairly. You're not treating us like England. You're treating us like yours. Like, you know, you own us and we're human beings. We have rights too. 
Let's come to the table. That's what they were asking for for 10 years. You know, in today's world, we talk about government kicking the can down the road and reading the Declaration of Independence, firstly. I'm kind of glad Republicans are not for another round of stimulus check because I think they see where it's going. They see that that will design it to be more independent on the government. We are about self-reliance in this country, about going to find the job, getting the job, working hard at the job, keeping the job, growing in the job. That's what I think Independence Day is. And I know they're trying to now bum rush Mount Rushmore and their beautiful fireworks are going to shoot off. And I hope that the people that want to go and burn the American flag tomorrow understand the struggles that we are here today. We had to go through today. Uh, we, we had to go through back then to get here today. Ten years of simply asking the king of Great Britain to be equal. And, of course, that, um, that was laughed at. So much so, do you know what happened after the Boston Tea Party? I just learned this in, in reading a book called The Living American Documents. They blocked the port. They blocked entry to the port. They had stripped representation from Massachusetts Bay because they did the Tea Party, because they didn't like the taxes that were being raised on them. They were blocked out. They were enforced. They had things enforced against them. Patriots in Boston. So, before you think about burning that flag tomorrow, on Independence Day, before you think of burning that flag, just hear me out. Or hear anybody who loves the Declaration of Independence, loves history, loves the story of us becoming free, a free country. Because what you're burning, essence, is saying that 10-year struggle to become free is, is, is nothing to you. You just love being in this country because you can do freedom of speech and burn the flag and, you know, woohoo, we're going to be anarchists today. And they're playing on Gettysburg, okay? The most sacred spot for emancipation. The Gettysburg Address, and they want to burn an American flag on it. Do they not realize that was a place of progress for the country Do they not realize that that speech, that ground is sacred ground? Abraham Lincoln delivering the Emancipation Proclamation for the freedom of enslaved peoples. He was saying we must be free, a free country. And so, when you think about going to that field tomorrow, when you think about maybe protesting in the streets of Manhattan, I don't know what they got planned. But I do know when you start an anti-American march on Independence Day, uh, 
That's an oxymoron. I think it's an oxymoron to burn the flag because that flag has been fought for, blood has been shed for, lives have been shed for, just to give you that right to do it. And it doesn't make sense to do it. And as a matter of fact, a a Cub player had stopped a fan from burning an American flag in, I believe, Wrigley Field many years ago. So, don't do that. And thing is, people are thinking, or maybe some, I don't know exactly, but I certainly think people believe that this is a revolution we're seeing, the tearing down of statues, and now sports teams questioning whether they're going to be named or not. You know how we became to where we are today? We fought. As Patrick Henry would say, give me liberty or give me death. We fought for this freedom to be in America. The English fought to be free from their own king. The Magna Carta uh, happened. And that Magna Carta pretty much looks like our Declaration, our Bill of Rights. It's amazing how in 1215, even the British were getting tired of their king. The English wanted out. Uh, it feels so good to hear those fireworks, to be honest with you. But the, here's where my mind is pretty frazzled tonight. And this whole Independence Day weekend. Because, firstly, it seems the Democrats like to accuse Trump of doing everything King George did. And unfortunately, on a few points, I think President Trump could do better, especially this point in the Declaration of Independence. This is very interesting because we're dealing with the mask debate right now. I was in my basement reading over this book by a group called, uh, by last name, Star, Todd, and Curdy. They wanted this to be educational for the kids in the education system. So I'm in the basement reading about the freedoms that we have today, thinking I don't want to be under a mandated culture like I think Joe Biden would put us in. I don't think a mandate for masks is the answer. Mainly because we're not we're not built to be mandated. We aren't supposed to be mandated. We are supposed to be free, self-reliant people. Not mandate not people under mandated circumstances all the time. The the states deciding whether to wear a mask or not, that's that's that is the beauty of America. States' rights right there. But you can't put a mandate. Now, of course, Trump has not wanted to, as the declaration would say, assent to a law that people believe would help people. Well, I think he made a great step finally saying, I'm all for it. People should wear it if they have to. 
But he's absolutely right. There should be no mandate for these masks. We didn't fight in the, you know, from 1215 to 1775 to Thomas Paine's common sense in January 1776. We didn't fight to be under a mandated state. I hope you know that. What did we fight for? <laughs> we fought to do just what I'm kind of doing here. Self-creating podcasting. S works of our own. Away from tyrannical beings. And I might get flack for this, but there's another line in the Declaration which I find really interesting for this time. And let me get you to that right now. I mean, the, the, reading it line by line, it really opens your mind to different things. And, and here's what they say. They talk about that to secure these rights, these unalienable rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. The consent of the governed. Meaning, we, the people, can make the choices and the votes that we want. Meaning, I truly believe some of these lockdowns should have been voted upon. Because that is, that is the premise of who we are. Consent of the governed. We say how we want things done. All of a sudden, in March, and I was along with it because I, I, I truly believe that staying in for many would have helped save lives. I, I don't think staying in until we find a vaccine is the answer. But as these lockdowns kept going, and as you saw the protesters, and some got, you know, chewed out. Yeah, I wouldn't storm the Michigan Capitol. I think that was a little bozo move. I get why they did it, but it's crazy. Anyway, what did we do? We let the, we, we consented to the government around the country to govern us. We didn't have a say in any of this. And that still is a bit scary. Especially when you read what J July 4th, 1776 is about. It's not about us consenting to the government. It's about us telling the government what we want, what we need. And I, I do think 2016 was evident of that. I think they were an evidence that we needed change. We needed a different voice. We needed someone not in the political sphere. And the silent majority showed that. And yeah, they're making big deals of polls as we talk about with Radio Hope. But we, the people, did not have a say. And I, I think that is now, looking back, pretty alarming. 
I did send a letter, and I don't know if he, I guess he saw it, maybe Stafford saw it. I sent a letter to Andrew Cuomo saying, you know, um, I think if you want to extend the lockdown, you should have a referendum. Because that would truly live out what the Founding Fathers wanted to do. They wanted to have the consent of the governed, not the government making us do something we may not want to do. On that note, with the freedoms, I, I did start seeing a little more today, and uh, I enjoyed that. And I'm curious to see what the 4th of July brings. Independence Day, sorry, what Independence Day brings. And I think we're going to make this a two-part series because I do want to get into the speeches that, that, you know, Washington said, Jefferson said, and that's a little research to go. But heading into the Independence Day 2020, truly one like we've never seen before. Uh, I, I just have to say that if you reread it, there's probably some things that'll make your head go, why are, why are we comparing our president of today to that? And then there's parts of it that might, you know, make you think we were wish, wish you were back in those more freeing times that we seem to have had post-Declaration of Independence. Look, there was a war. It was bloody. But the American Revolution has led us here today and this weekend. And so we have to love that, respect it, honor it, do what we can to make this country continue being great. I'm just not ready to let just even a 10-year battle alone to be free stop us, uh, you know, be ripped away, torn away. And I hope you aren't ready for that either. And I hope that you think extreme government measures is wrong. We have to somehow, some way, and because power and the human nature, maybe we won't, we have to somehow, some way, tell these politicians, hey, you guys are going to celebrate the 4th of July, you're going to celebrate Independence Day, our independence, Philadelphia, 1776, Congress, awesome, great. Then give us back our say. Give us back our choices. Because, as I've said, debate. They wouldn't even debate the police reform bill on the Senate floor. I mean, debate is essential to moving us forward as a country, to continue the work of freedom. Look, the 1776, the 1950s with the Civil Rights Movement, and you've also got 
women's rights, LGBT rights, all these movements are in line with what the founding fathers wanted to begin with, which was freedom, which was choice to vote, choice to your body. Yes, that is true. Liberty, civil liberty here. And I feel it's at stake again when you see teams literally saying, we will see if this name is right for this time or not. There's a submission that I've seen over the last few months since the awful killing of George Floyd. But the submission I've seen is people apologizing for being white. People, you know, kneeling, um, how, how do I put this? Bowing before someone to say, I'm sorry, I'm white. That doesn't make sense to me. Freedom isn't getting death threats like Joe Silverstein was talking to me about the other night. And I'm sure some of those people that trashed his page are going to go out there and celebrate freedom. Really? How free are you thinking we're going to be here if you're trashing someone else? And then there's the um, the the experts, the doctors. Yes, Dr. Fauci is esteemed. But I, I've, I've really felt we're hearing from one person <clears throat> about all this, and that's him. Because Dr. Rand Paul is being shut down for simply saying, hey, there's another few experts out here that want to talk. Can you let them talk? And I think if we let that body <clears throat> govern along with our governments around the states, I just don't feel as free right now. <clears throat> I don't feel as free as we could be when we're seeing literally a chant become policy. 50A repeal is, is great. We need that to root out the corruption with the cops. What we don't need, however, is shifting things around as sort of a we get you, we hear you type of thing. Well, that's not the majority of New Yorkers. And I do say that the NYPD is keeping us safe and able to feel free. They're, heck, they're really, uh, I know we've seen videos, but they've really, on the most part, not let things really get torn down here. The looting sure is awful to see. Seeing boarded up uh, Fifth Avenue is, is terrible. And seeing businesses locked down on the most amazing Day, uh, well, Thanksgiving is pretty amazing too, but on the most sacred, special, this is history that we honor every year. The history of our making every year. And to see businesses not able to be celebrating that, it hurts. It hurts 
the people. And so really, who is usurping us and our rights today? Is it the one rally that President Trump's held outside of tonight in Mount Rushmore? Or is it other leaders that seemingly thought keeping businesses closed while being proud of another phase coming in was the answer? I would say the latter. And yes, this day should not get political. But when I see plans of protests and all that, you have no choice but to react to that. And how the leaders react to it. Cuomo, to his credit, did say, you know, you guys won. You can go home now. Especially because COVID was still in the air. But I hope, my prayer, is that we all sense, have a sense of freedom. Have a sense of intactness around us. And not a jarring thing that we see on TV almost nightly now. Because what we see on TV is not the actual reality. People are shopping. People are talking to each other. People are being social now. More so than I think I think before, although that's partly because I've not been out as much. Now I'm finally getting out a bit. But this is... This is where I still believe in the freedoms. When I see people still out and about living their life, that's the freest thing you could do. Yeah, you might need a mask for the now, and I pray it's only for now, but at least we're still able to go around, have those stores open. I just hope this weekend the mayor and the governor get inspired to truly open up more business so that they can feel that freedom of being open again, that freedom that that eagle felt when it was out of that cage and back into the wild, screeching in happiness, in, in, in I think, almost ecstasy. Like, he, was, he or she was happy to be out of that crate after suffering lead poison remarkable just to see that visual of him flying how much of a metaphor is that for today we're flying back baby jobs are coming back let's just make sure all jobs and all businesses can fully operate because they need to experience freedom as well on the day independence day that we celebrate our cherished and fought hard fought battle that I think still wages on in, in, in many ways because the spirit of the founding fathers never gives up we just evolve we just work at moving this country forward and Again, it's a thing where both everybody seems to think they know how to move us forward instead of conglomerately, collaboratively, just like the colonies did, make efforts to 
truly talk to each other. Because that cause for America and cause for humankind that Thomas Paine wrote about in Common Sense, that cause is still here to stay completely free, completely open uh, of our job, uh, of our, you know, nation. It's interesting, by the way, one other thing while I'm at it. Um, see, it's very interesting, right? We, we, we are told by the Founding Fathers we have to be self-reliant. We have to be this. We have to be. But then they also say you also have to open up and allow immigration. Well, what do I mean by that? Let me read you this really quickly here. Bear with me one second. Because it just, it just came to mind. Because at the same time they're saying this, they're also saying we have a right to protect ourselves from illegal invasion. Uh, and I, I mean, nowadays I just mean criminal, violent illegals. I, I think there has to be a naturalization pathway. And that's actually one thing that the... Declaration of uh, Independence talked about. And uh, it, it was really fascinating to read that. Let me just see if I can find it here. Because when we do stop naturalization processes, Here we go. He has condemned, and and here they're talking about King George. He has endeavored to prevent the popularization of these states. For that purpose, obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners. Refusing to pass others to encourage their migration hither. And raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. Now, some might say a wall is a way to block naturalization of foreigners. I think it hopefully can bring in those that, that want to be here and want to help us in our path to stay free. However, even in that declaration, even in that Bill of Rights, they also talk about protecting America, you know, protecting America is 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 a Bill of Rights thing. Oh, and the, uh, yeah, and I want to get to that, but there's one other thing that I I think rattled me a little bit because I'm used to this talking point from the liberal side. Let me just get to it while I have a minute. And you might say, well, Alex, you're just ruining your pro-Trump point. Well, am I, though? Am I ruining it when this was interesting? Because they talk about laws. 
When they say he has refused to assent to laws the most wholesome and necessary for the public good, I would say Trump's actually restored some law and order here in his own way, one way or another. Now, would the Founding Fathers be totally proud of him? I can't say. But I can say that when you have a, an attorney general at one point that was kicking out violent illegals, I mean hardened criminals who were illegal, that's a start. But here's the thing about naturalization of foreigners. You have to make the price right. Or they will not be legalized here to continue the American dream. They will not be inspired to if your prices and fees for citizenship go way up. I think I mentioned this before. Fees to become a citizen. It's incredible. 700 $25. Now you think of that. Part of me thinks if they literally are coming over for a better life, to make a better life, you can't then expect them to come here with maybe nothing and make at least $725 overnight. You can't. And so I will not stop talking about this because if we want a true independent moving forward people on board here America we have to make it reasonable not difficult to the point where it's $725 to become a citizen here that's just outrageous and kind of heartbreaking. Because what do you do? You can't deport all 11 million. You have to somehow be able to get them to become naturalized. And I think in that debate, that is the most missed point of all. Is the fees it takes to become a citizen here. If America could become free in about 10 years' time through blood, sweat, and tears, I will say this here. I think they can do better to help someone fight to become a citizen here at a better cost. We're supposed to be helping and lending a helping hand. $725 is not a helping hand. So let's change that. Let's start thinking of ways to uphold the law to make this a better country, to make the Declaration of Independence stand true today. After all, if we're going to celebrate the document, if we're going to romanticize about it to the point where we make a movie with Nicolas Cage National Treasure 
where he wants to steal the Declaration of Independence. We're going to do all that. Let's also say, guys, we got to make it easier. We got to make it easier for people in this country. And we've got to do it in a way that can continue peaceful and and um, righteous. Yes, God is part of this too. In many ways, God is the foundation for these laws. And it's up to right, us to righteously apply them. So let's do that. And righteously enforce them as well. But let's not let that 10 years from uh, 1766 to 1776. Let's not let those 10 years be lost on any of us. As we strive for our own type of freedom mentally. Our own constitution in this life. Of how we're going to lead our lives. To help others lead theirs. It may be a better way. Self-reliance. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Independence. Declaration of Independence. And I want to leave you with this other quote by Thomas Paine, which I really, really love. And I think I'm going to quote it on my Facebook, by the way. And you can follow me there at uh, Alex Garrett Podcasting. But here is what Thomas Paine said in Common Sense. That we must be a good citizen with peace and resolution. Uh, let me find out. Uh, my handwriting sucks. Let me get this right. I, I don't want to mess up Thomas Paine's quote to close this podcast for this evening. Let the names and the uh, of Whig and Tory be extinct. Let none other be heard among us than those of a good citizen, an open and resolute friend, and a virtuous supporter of the rights of mankind and of the free and independent states of America. We are the United States of America. We've declared that. Now we've got to live it out even better. Because that's what that's what we're called to do. Day in and day out. And by working on our own constitution, we'll let God resolve the rest in this country. The unrest, he can dissolve it. I feel it. I know it. And he puts people where they're meant to be when they're meant to be in this very moment. So let's work on it together here on Alex Garrett Podcasting. Have a great night.